Does your brand or business want to reach thousands of mums in Australia or around the world? Well, the best way to let them know about what you have to offer is to jump into their ears right here with us on the podcast. That's right. We are an independent mum-run podcast. And if you think your brand would enrich the lives of our DLs, or you just want your business shouted from the rooftops, slide on into our inbox and let's talk about how you can partner with us to get your brand out there. Yes. Come and join the potty fam. Email partnerships at we don't have time for this.com to talk turkey. <laughs> oh my god, Revs, I'm in the Facebook group. Yeah. One of the DLs has written, I'm so sad balayage is out of fashion. <laughs> if Rev said it, it must be true. Stop. There are so many comments. DLs are raging. <laughs> Bitches be tripping. How dare you make that call, Rev? Sorry, guys. Hey, wait, wait, wait. I'm just reading the comments. <laughs> There's a revolt happening. Oh god. They're saying, nah, skinny jeans and balayage for life <laughs> with a peace sign. I mean, you can do what you want. You're just not on trend. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> You're just not. Sorry. No, Sorry I'm, to be the bearer of bad news. Do you know what? I spent $580 recently, <laughs> which balayage. I mentioned in an episode on balayage. And you know what? I didn't appreciate was that the person who was working didn't say, oh, no, honey, balayage is out. She's tired. She's been on her feet all day. She's not going to fight with her client. She was a fucking millennial. Oh. She was hot. She was vibrant. Yeah. She was telling me all about her boyfriend. Oh, great. And she didn't mention that balayage was out. So you know what? I'm doubling down. Okay. I'm sticking with it. Maybe we should do a poll. Let's do a and poll. And not like a what do you want, but be honest. Is it still cool? Let's do it. I just feel we all got so overseeing our roots in lockdown over the past two years that it's like, no, no more roots. That's what I think. Anyway, it's done. Guys, SJP did it in 2004. Now, I think that's a fair assessment, actually, about the roots now that I think about it a yeah. little longer. Yeah, we saw way too many roots. Remember those stupid mental health walks for your stupid, dumb mental health that you would do and you'd just see other bitches with just regrowth to the ears and it was like, hey, tip your hat and Solidarity, sister. Yeah. Never again. It was a particularly hard time for the blondes. Yes, it was. Particularly. And the so, greys. The, well, it was a hard time for the greys. Look. Wouldn't I, know about that. I've sorry. been semi-embracing my greys. <laughs> There's a girl on Instagram I started following who turned grey at like 22 and I'm like, yeah still makes you look old oh look it's very aging yeah and well, she yeah. rocks like curls <laughs> literally like aging. she does like shirley temple curls with like sick modern makeup cool. and i'm like i love that You're vibe, a vibe. Yeah. yeah but then i'm like it's not for me it's like anything some people can just pull things off are you one of those people no no i've learned that about myself so dye your fucking hair i shall there you go problem solved i'll be poor with great hair. Shall we do this out? Let's do it. All right. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host, Revs. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Happy Tuesday. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's a weird time in it's the world. The Are we going to reference it? I don't know. I, I'm scared to reference it because... Who knows where we'll be when Tuesday actually rolls around. I know. Spoiler alert, we record this a few days ahead of time. So we're just coming out of floods. Yes. There's a war on. All sorts of personal shit going down. Who knows where that'll be in three days time. Exactly. And we don't have to tell you, DLs. You know how exhausting it is keeping up to date with the climate of the world. And climate used figuratively and literally. Yeah. Um, Climate of the world, then our country, then for us, our hometown. Climate change, literally. Climate of emotions of everyone. I feel like there's an energy. Like, it's everyone you know just fucking on edge. Yeah. And exhausted. Yep. As you said, adrenal fatigue. Yes. DLs, I had mad adrenaline fatigue yesterday. I haven't experienced this in a long time, but I had a good night's sleep that night. My kids slept through, Mm. which was amazing. Hallelujah. And I woke up being like, I just slept 10 hours. Can't remember the last time I did that. Sprung out of bed, had a great morning, 2 p.m., fucking crashed. Like, I'm talking... Holy shit, I need to be horizontal. Mm. You know when you're jet lagged mm-hmm. and someone's forcing you to oh, stay up and have dinner with them and you can't eat and all you yeah. can think about is like putting your head on a pillow. I legit think that's been my mental emotional state for two years. Yeah. Jet lag. Yeah. Jet lag with a bit of whiplash. Fun. Fun. So look, 
yeah, hope you're all right. It just feels futile. It feels futile to say some kind of platitude. It really does. We're being served a lot of platitudes by our government at the moment, so I'm mindful not to serve up platitudes on the potty, but we'll confess it makes it tricky to show up because what is that feeling I'm feeling, Mm. Revs? You know when you feel bad, like you want to be grateful. Oh, babe. This is my what I don't have time for. What don't you have time for? I'll tell you what I don't have time for. It's a term I just learnt and it's a tricky one, but I want to hash it out with you. Toxic gratitude. That's the term. That's the fucking term. I sent you that meme, right? Yes. Toxic gratitude. Yeah, I feel like, it, look, I even think putting toxic in front of a term is toxic. Because <laughs> okay. I just feel like it happens all the time. This it's is like, meta. <laughs> this anyway. is meta. But don't you think this is the trend of the last 18 months has been like, oh, toxic friendship, toxic monogamy toxic you know toxic (laughs) self-love anyway i came across this term and it hit home should we define it first for our deals i'll define it with no attachment so we can break it down toxic gratitude looks like believing you don't have a right to feel how you feel because others have it worse oh god it hurts how much that resonates Toxic gratitude is saying or thinking, you don't deserve to be upset right now. Aren't you paying attention to what's happening in the world? Toxic gratitude is saying or thinking, why can't you just be happy for all that you have? Toxic gratitude is saying or thinking, you should feel lucky that you survived this. It could have been much worse. Oh, it just minimalizes anyone's feelings, yeah. doesn't it? Well, I have complicated feelings towards yes, all of this. Yes, we will unpack but all of this. Essentially, it, toxic gratitude is believing you don't have a right to feel how you feel because other people have it worse. Or being told. Well, being told is just like, cool, yes, you're right. Like, kind of hard to argue with that. But No, but it, what it does is it diminishes... Your feelings. Like, there's nothing worse than someone saying, yeah, but at least you're not yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. like, oh, sorry, I was just coming to you with how I feel about yes. something and you've just shut me down as yes. saying my feelings aren't valid. So here's why my feelings are complicated. Yes. I'm always very aware of just my privilege, you know, and just actually trying to have a gratitude practice and not get down in the dumps or grumpy about my little shit when, yes, there's a fucking war going on right now. And no one can contend with that. Yeah. Okay. You, and you can't, and you it's shouldn't. Fucked. And we shouldn't. And that is worse. Do you know what I mean? It and is. It, and I have had a direct piece of perspective because someone I work with is literally trying to smuggle their mother over the Ukraine Romanian border as we speak and like nothing is as important as that like everything pales in comparison to that right yes and there is always going to be something like that direct or indirect we've had so much of it lately we had the fucking pandemic that went forever that's I guess still going we had a positive case in Isla's class today then these awful awful floods northern rivers Lismore fucking Queensland it's been horrendous we had a taste of it here it was horrible and then Ukraine and Russia and everything going on overseas. And as I said before, add to that your personal life and your parents and your friends and everything just goes on personally for people. It's just been a lot. And as my friend Annie put it in the group chat the other day, how long can we stay adrenalized? Yeah. Like, it's just a lot. So my point is, I try and check myself against all that when I'm feeling shit because I'm like, just stop and have a gratitude practice and look around at what you have you are so lucky. You are safe. You are warm. You have everything you've ever wanted. But then I guess the toxic part of that is then you push down and suppress. I was just about to say things that you need to confront and deal with yes. because you feel you're not. They're not worthy. Well, to grievances. me, to me, that's just burying yeah. the issue. It's putting a band aid. Like, okay, I'm just gonna swallow this. Yeah. Because other people have it far worse. Yeah. Come on, revs. Stay positive. Yeah. Practice your gratitude. Look what you have. You have two healthy children. You have a roof over. Like yeah. if the bare minimum bare minimum is having a roof over your head, like I know, then you really can't feel or allow yourself to indulge in anything. Yeah, and that's I could completely agree where it is so toxic. Yeah, but then I get conflicted because I'm like, no, but for real, <laughs> like no, I know for real. Yeah, it realigns you. Yeah, right. Entertaining those thoughts of like, well, I could be in an X, Y, and Z scenario. Yeah, it can realign you and it can bring you back to an emotional state that helps you I hate to say this but soldier on yeah but that's not good either yeah so how do we, how do we do both how I do, guess yeah I think maybe it's one of those two things can be true scenarios Absolutely. where you're like you can have gratitude for all you have and have a shitty day and be under a mountain of you know tricky stuff yes I don't know. You know, I was talking with a friend recently who was in a tricky situation where she had to host an event right in the thick of the floods 
roaring in Sydney. Oh my god! Obviously, everything that's unfolding in Ukraine is ongoing. Yeah. So that's not ending anytime soon. And she had booked this months in advance yeah. and went ahead with it. Was it a business thing? It was. It was yeah. her business right. hosting an event for International Women's Day. Yeah. And she felt really conflicted. Yeah. And it was really hard. And I found myself sort of saying to her, you know what? For two hours in a day, you gave people respite yeah. from the state of the world. Well, I've been thinking about that a lot because I've, we've talked about this, but I've been thinking about like, what is the place of this podcast right now? Yeah. Because like, it feels so irrelevant. In- and indulgent. And indulgent to yeah. get on and be like, ah, I didn't sleep last night. It's like, cool. <laughs> like, yeah. There are fucking, people who yeah, are fucking... fucking Polish mums are leaving strollers at the train station for Ukrainian, Ukrainian mums to turn up. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking amazing. And we're like, ah, my husband leaves his skitties on the toilet, you know? Know, like it feels it trivial feels stupid and then you know our dls are telling us no i need that outlet like please keep it light give me the distraction give me two hours off give me an hour off my own thoughts and it but i've been wrestling with that i'm like do we have a place are we relevant is this an offering we can put out into the world because we don't like doing something just to tread water you want it to be a contribution i, I saw you you had some spawn con you had to post yep and you delayed it because did. it w- didn't feel like the right time. No, it didn't. But like, when is the right time going to be? And that's how you make money. I saw Lee Campbell. She had some SponCon. She did a little disclaimer like, I want everyone to know I don't think this is as important as everything going on in the world, but this is how I make money. Oh, and God, you've just reminded me how everyone is walking on eggshells. Egg yeah, and, and everything very, feels wrong. Yes. And I was thinking, oh, Lee Campbell, please post. I would love to escape the world with a little bit of skincare right now. Yes. Like, please tell me what to buy. That there is relevance to what she has well, to say. But then, of course, there isn't. Like, if you like want to break it down on an intellectual level, yeah, it's frivolous and stupid. But me, personally, I still want it. <laughs> but you know? I, no, I, I feel like I have a bit of a different perspective okay. to you, Revs, because I feel less apologetic about doing this podcast than you. Yeah. If anything, I feel like there's a greater need for respite, distraction, escapism, Escape. yeah. voyeurism, yeah. that we are being of service for people who still need to be seen. It's like... If you imagine all of our DLs are experiencing toxic gratitude, whether they've inflicted it on themselves or they have an annoying person next to them who's like, well, at least you're not X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah. That we are giving them permission to still feel seen for the shitty feelings and that we are setting up a platform where it's like two things can be true. We can sit here and observe the state of the world and be like, this is so fucked. There are people who are way worse off than us, but we can also sit there and have a cry over whatever breaking a nail when you just got your nails done and maybe you (laughs) saved up money that week to spend $80 on fucking fancy shellac because nail art is back in trend. (laughs) You know, I know, but let's laugh about the absurdity of that because it's the human condition. If we don't laugh, we cry, you know? Yeah. Like I frankly don't want to be a podcast that is circulating news that we can't escape. Yeah. I don't want to offer that. There are enough podcast platforms. I was saying to Revs just before, we were having a little powwow before we recorded and I opened up my phone and my Instagram because I was being naughty and distracted and I follow the New York Times. It's one of my favorite things to follow on Instagram, but I was confronted with a really horrific image Mm. coming out of Ukraine and I said to Revs, I like need to unfollow this. Because we can't escape it. And it doesn't do anyone any service for everyone to be falling apart. It's like when you have a new baby. Yes. One parent needs to not fall apart. Correct. And maybe our job, you know, while other people's lives are falling apart is to not fall apart. I don't know. I, but that I, feels indulgent. I feel there's a question mark over everything I say these days. I don't know how to feel, where to be. I think it's the helplessness of everything. Like you literally experienced trying to hold back water at your neighbours the other day. The helplessness of like, it's just coming like we can sweep for hours and hours and hours and try and hold back this water but that water is fucking coming that feels like an analogy for life at the moment and for the stage of life we're at in this time that we are alive the water's coming and you can sweep all you want but it's going up do you know what's crazy in that moment though was when the water was waist deep in her living room like we were standing in my neighbor's kitchen and living room where I looked at the bewilderment on her face and I honestly wanted to burst into tears, but I kept it together because 
my neighbours, for DLs who don't follow me on Instagram, to give you a little bit of context, but during the Sydney floods, like my neighbours got fucked. Like our house property at the property in which our house is situated got fucked but the difference is is our house is elevated on stilts so the only part that got destroyed was under the house house. my neighbors live on ground level and they only just completed their build two years ago so everything's new and fresh and they worked hard it was like they bought the property years ago but took this long to save up to do a build so I brought all of this story into that moment when Mm. I looked over to her and she had this state of bewilderment like washed over her face and P.S. it is the most alien foreign unnatural confronting whatever word you want to use seeing someone's home underwater yeah, like it's, it's, it's must, your brain must be going this isn't right it's a huge disconnect yeah and at one point my neighbor said guys stop there's nothing we can do yeah like she waved the white flag and we did our like we gathered all of their family albums like our goal at that point was to empty any of the lower drawers yeah in the kitchen and Oh, it's funny now because it went all the way up to the kitchen counter. But I remember scrounging, trying to get all the Tupperware out of the bottom oh. kitchen drawers and their photo albums out of the TV unit, like all yeah. that stuff. But yeah, it's a very surreal experience. But do you know what's crazy is when you experience something like that, it actually makes you want to help more. Like someone was telling me, yeah, it's funny, like survivors are the ones who want to help survivors. Mm, totally. Because there's like a shared and lived experience. And I do think there's something to be said about seeing something on TV makes you disconnect and Mm. you can disassociate from it. Well, the human condition is to go, thank God that's not me. That's your first response. Like, oh my God, thank God that's not me. But if you've lived it, you're like, oh my God. I know what they're going through. It's like our friends who have suffered significant grief. Yeah. Like they can really only lean on each other. Yeah. Because if you haven't suffered that direct significant grief in your life, you can't. No. You cannot understand. And you pain. can't pretend to know. And you can't pretend to know. And fuck you if you try, honestly. Yeah, like yeah. like it appears to me to be a special brand of suffering yeah. that only people who have walked that path can really relate to and understand and yeah. know what to do. Mm. And yeah, fuck. Anyway, how do we get I don't know. I want to talk about what the influencers do. You know what, Rebs? <laughs> let's give our DL some whiplash and let's talk about influencers. Well, I just want to know, like, because, you know, I didn't have any SponCon to post during the worst week in the world. but I did. Yes, you did. Yeah. And, like, it's so funny because we love schadenfreude with influencers. Yes. I don't know why. Well, we do know why. We've talked about it before. It's predominantly a female job. Usually they're good looking. And it's like, it's a toxic gratitude thing. You're like, well, if I was a size six and 10 foot tall and blonde and white and grew up rich, I could be an influencer too. You know, we all have that. That's why we love things like celeb spell check or those accounts yes. that call out people who've had it good because yes. we think like well, it must be fucking easy being you imagine getting paid to just take a picture of a lunchbox like we've kind of we've already hashed unpacked this, out. this yes that it's more than that and it is a business and it's a business that women can run from home being a mum, and it's quite empowering and we're all for it but people resent it but people well. resent it and like you know everyone loves an account until they start seeing SponCon, which means the person's becoming successful and they're like well hang on a second where's my free content that i wanted you know yes it's complicated but i found it fucking awkward watching all these influencers like navigate this time yeah because it's like it's self-aware yeah and like i think it must be my shadow work that i have to deal with but when people are self-aware the cringe the cringe on me my skin crawls off my body revs always says this she's like i don't want to know how the sausage gets made i don't i don't want to know like influencers don't suddenly become real no like just share your shit know your job which is to be amazing and aspirational or whatever (laughs) like know your job i don't want to know how it's done and i don't want to hear you complain about it yes yeah. You know what got me thinking? Because I obviously work in the content creation space. Yeah, you're not an influencer. <laughs> I have lots of friends who are also content creators slash influencers. And there were a lot of discussions going on yeah. behind the scenes because it is tricky and uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, while the world is literally burning down in front of us, you can't be like, hey, buy this nappy. Exactly. <laughs> or wipes or skincare. Yeah. It's very difficult but it got me thinking that's their source of income yes right yes that's how they earn money look I don't mean to put myself in a different category and I default to it because I don't know maybe it makes me feel less awkward about the fact that I can't own the title influencer but I have 
other businesses. Yeah. So influencing for me is not my be all or end all. It's not what's going to put food on the table. It absolutely helps. It's not my primary income, but it's important to me. I love working with brands, yada, yada, yada. I'm not going to sit here and justify it, even though I'm sitting here and justifying yeah, it. Sure. <laughs> but it got me thinking. There are a lot of influencers who do this full time. Full time. And that is their primary income. It is their sole income yeah. in a lot of cases. And of course, during situations like a pandemic, a war, the floods, I don't need to repeat it. They are in a tricky position where they have to turn away work. And I've got one friend in particular who turned away two jobs because that brand weren't willing to let them delay posting. And look, I don't begrudge that brand. Sometimes people plan launches six months in advance And, things and then like, the day they launch, Instagram crashes. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. And I don't begrudge them for that. But it's that. the world we live in. But it got me thinking an accountant. Yeah. Right? The world's burning down around them. They scurry away, do their scurry. job. <laughs> I don't know why, but I always think accountants must scurry, scurry. away. <laughs> so patronizing, Jen. I hate myself for saying that. And I let's apologize. Let's someone who works at a cafe. Okay. Let's go with... So, so, okay. So... I, my local cafe yeah okay mel who works in my local she goes to work she gets her hourly rate she does her job she gets paid no one has a problem with that no one's like how dare you how dare you go to work why aren't you sitting at home reflecting on the state of the world quietly (laughs) now is not the time for coffee exactly (laughs) well influencers how fucking dare you Mm. how dare you continue working Mm. it's funny though but i think it's the channel it's the direct butted up against it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't actually have an opinion either way on this. I just am massaging out all the feelings I have around it. But I was at work when the floods were coming into my hometown, Manly, and my kids needed to be evacuated from the school. And my ex was doing that on foot because he couldn't get into Manly. I was stuck on the other side of Sydney watching on the news vision coming out of Manly, literally looking at my street underwater. And then there was like, because it was a streamer, I was watching it on my computer. There was an ad break and the ad was for like Masterton Homes, like building a house. Oh, and I was like, that will be an accident. And because I work, I've worked in media, I know that no one's done that deliberately. But the juxtaposition of it. The juxtaposition is fucking yuck. Like, you're like, oh, so everyone's homes are washing away and there's an ad for building a house with a corporation who are going to profit from that. Do you know what I mean? Like it's absolutely, And that's the thing about Instagram, Facebook, socials, social media is you can see a dead woman on the street in Ukraine on the New York Times Instagram and then with the click your finger one way and it's like, hey guys, I just want to tell you about this lip gloss. And it's awkward. I was about to say Marcia Leone, who runs the Instagram Not So Mumsy, she did a really good post about this and articulated it really well. So I thought I'd share. She does articulate things well. Heartbreak, humor, healing. Social media is a little hard to consume of late, isn't it? I scroll my feed. Cute shoes. Inspirational quote. Desperate pleas for help. Babies in a bunker. Mm. Friends milestones. New activewear. Mm. People who have lost everything. Support small business. Pregnancy (gasps) announcement. Makeup hack. It's a lot. And when it's a lot, I tend to retreat back into real life and focus on my home and on my kids. Just a reminder that we all feel and process things differently. It's okay to feel the feels deeply, to spring into action, to help, to empathize. But it's also okay to look and search for distraction, to celebrate milestones, to still seek some joy, laugh, hope, find silly memes, or do a bit of both. Yeah. The minute I read that, I went, that's Thank my you. issue. Yeah. Thank you. Put some words around and it And the for me. thing is, what we forget is Instagram is an all-encompassing platform. Yeah. We have influencers selling lipstick. And then we have, like I said before, the New York Times delivering the most horrific images. And it's all important. It's because all important. we can't look away and we can't bury our heads in the sand. But it feels like a tennis match where you're following a ball and you're getting that hectic whiplash. Can we it's- talk about the cycle of like when the floods happen in Queensland of like, okay, we're all going to get stuff and donate. And here's the drop-offs. and here, blah, blah, blah. Guys, don't donate stuff. Stuff's annoying. Stuff's too much work. We, we need don't cash. Have we need money. There's the link to go. Don't go to that link. Go to this link. It's like, oh. 
everyone's scared. How do you be a good human right now you is do- my question. Yeah. yeah, and it's very, very hard. Yeah. And I feel, again, for the influencers, because they fall in the camp of you're damned if you do and you're damned and if, you're you, damned don't. if yeah. you don't. Yeah. There are some influencers who are sharing all the links and the codes and then people from the peanut gallery are like, oh, just a repost and a reshare. Uh-huh. Like, how easy is that? Like, yeah. you're, well, not like if you're sending it to 100,000 people. Yeah, but it's like your virtue signaling. Right. And then influencers who don't, people are like, are you going to comment on this? Are you going to use your platform for yeah. good? You have a really big reach. It's minefield. Very, it's a minefield yeah. and it's very stressful. And I just think it goes back to that basic, I know it's cheesy, I know it's obvious, but I just need to say it. But we just need to be fucking kind. And remember, everyone's doing their best. And do you know what? I have lately, when I've seen influencers post work during a very tricky week, I know it's because they had no choice. I've gone out of my way to like Mm. and comment because I know that is the best way you can show support. So I've been doing that. I mean, I did a post for Reading Eggs in a very tricky week, but I had already postponed it. And Reading Eggs, they were amazing. Thank you, Reading Eggs. I love you. And also that's a great, like, that's actually helpful to keep the kids entertained. But I think everything is helpful. If you're looking for a pair of thongs and an influencer you like goes, this is my favourite brand of thongs because it's orthopedically blah, 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 (laughs) positive for your feet and bones and development and won't give you arthritis. And full of hyaluronic acid. It's very (laughs) helpful. It's helpful. Like, I just... I don't know what I'm trying to say, but yeah, I, I don't think any of us know what we're trying to say. No, it's scrambled eggs. It's but, fucking scrambled eggs out there. One thing I will say is, while we talk about the platform of Instagram housing everything, mm. it's like a microcosm of all facets of the world. A podcast is different. Yeah, you don't start listening to a podcast and then stumble upon mm. the news. Yeah. So for our DLs <laughs> for today, sorry. <laughs> Look, we haven't shared anything breaking news. But my point is... Back to lipstick. Is our DLs have chosen to be here. Yeah. Hi, DLs. We love you. I'll get over myself. Sorry. No, you're okay, Revs. You're allowed to feel these feelings. Yes, you are. Yeah. Thanks, babe. It's it's fucking (laughs) tricky. Let's get into a (laughs) self-congratulatory loop. That will just round this out How dare you start (laughs) self-congratulating, okay? Let me throw some toxic gratitude your way. Oh, my God. God, a family friend of mine got engaged last week. Like literally on, I think it was, something had happened. I can't even remember which major world event it was, but it was an awful day. You know, she'd been waiting a long time to get engaged and it was a really happy, beautiful moment and the ring was divine and the man's divine and it's all happy and it's like, so what, you don't post it? I don't know. I I, I honestly feel for people going through milestones. Yeah, like happy ones. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I experienced that with Iggy's birth. Yeah, it was right in the yeah. thick of the bushfires, and my whole Instagram was sharing GoFundMe pages because I felt helpless and again toxic gratitude. Yeah. I was like, "You're pregnant and miserable, but you have a roof over your head." Yeah. You know yeah. that mentality. And then Iggy was born, and I didn't feel I was allowed to celebrate. You know, on my Instagram this week, I follow DJ Tiger Lily. She got married Mm. just this weekend past and she was unapologetic about sharing the joy. Yeah. And all I thought when I saw her videos was good on you. Yeah. And thank you. Well, I actually enjoyed having a wedding stalk. I mean, who doesn't? I was like, oh my God, look at her reception dress versus her ceremony dress and how extra. Their arrival, they had these um, smoke guns where they smoked the crowd. Fuck yeah. And I thought they've all escaped the chaos. Yeah. What a gift. What a fucking gift. Enjoy it. Well, I think, yes, that's one thing. And we talk a big game about this, but maybe we should follow through. Is like life is so full of these obligatory, hard, difficult things to navigate that we do need to find joy to celebrate and create for our kids. Yes. So maybe help that gratitude practice along by actually experiencing joy for one goddamn minute. Maybe that's it. Maybe we shouldn't apologize when we feel pangs of joy. Pangs and joy. Pangs of joy. That's an oxymoron (laughs) if I ever heard one. A pang of joy. But it's true. Yes. Or we should just all start doing drugs. Should we start drugs? I've never done mushrooms. Maybe we should give that a crack. I've never done mushrooms, but I will say I'm seeing a lot of merit in microdosing. Oh, I'm hearing heaps about this. Yes, and there's a push to legalize microdosing. And there's a lot of scientific research being done in the benefits of it. And I have a really good friend who is investing in microdosing in Australia. Microdosing what? Mushy? Herbs. 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 Like pot. Like ayahuasca-y kind of vibes. Wow. Yeah. How cool. Yeah, medicinal, natural, but isn't legal in Australia. Question. Can I microdose wine? 
Could I just feel, say, a child's Nurofen syringe full of rosé? Yeah. With my coffee. Yeah, on the hour every hour, maybe? I reckon I might get toasted if I did that. But, you know, maybe like a syringe four times a day. Yeah, just to take the edge off. I get it, babe. <laughs> Remember when we used to smoke heaps of weed in our uh, early We 20s? did not microdose, though. <laughs> <laughs> kind of high for all of 2008. We were maxo-dosing. <laughs> Maxi-dosing. Yeah. Um, I know, but yeah. Mm. Yes, maybe that's the... <laughs> I'm starting to think these 1950s housewives had it down. You know, they'd have a Valium and a Chardonnay for lunch and then everyone was happy. Definitely not problematic at all, right? Yeah, and everyone was happy, right? Yeah, everyone right? was so happy. <laughs> Can we pivot? For a minute. Sure. I've been thinking about money oh. lately. Now, I know we touched on it in another episode where I talked about my sister-in-law talking about the importance of disclosing salary. Mm-hmm. But I guess I want to talk about the culture of money in the sense that I still can't handle how taboo it is. You mm. know how I talked about sleeping in separate bedrooms And that's really taboo. And I was really blown away by the amount of DLs that skated on in and told me, thank you, Gemma. Mm -hmm. I'm another person who is in a healthy marriage, sleeping in separate rooms, getting good night's sleep. I advocate for it. And then I had other people who were like, oh my God, thank you for articulating the shame that I feel around it. So I guess something I want to talk about is shame around money. Okay. Because shame comes in many different colors, shapes sure and sizes. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very layered when mm-hmm. it comes to money. Sure. Because we have shame of how we spend money. Mm-hmm. We have privilege shame. We also have shame of not making enough money, mm-hmm. not being able to keep up. And then we have people who are shamelessly rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I.e. the Kardashians. Yep. And wear their money out loud and proud. And I guess I just want to have a conversation about it because while the theme of this whole podcast is everyone feeling icky Mm -hmm. and walking on eggshells and feeling unsure about the world I feel like money is another space that women Mm. in particular are not good at owning no we're not the other thing that's sparking me to think about this as well is I'm currently running the hatchery course which is my online business course And there's conversation in the group about this struggle to charge people for a service that they enjoy giving. What, like, oh, I love what I do, so I don't even care if I'm remunerated properly. Yeah, or I don't feel like I can charge because I have too much fun doing X, Y, and Z. Imagine a man saying that. A man would never say that. Imagine a man being like, oh, God, I just really love overseeing this merger so much that I don't even think I should get my bonus this year. you'd ever hear no that's the internalized fucking misogyny that we all walk around with like i shouldn't be paid for doing something that brings me so much joy yes well bitch you know what you won't bring you joy in a year's time so start getting in the practice of getting paid for it now was that cynical no 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 (laughs) no, not at all so it's inherently female to not understand your own value Mm -hmm. or feel deserving of money but I also think it's creatives yeah yeah especially yes creatives are full of shame that they do what they do for money and never ask for any money and because we're historically haven't been paid very much to be creative you kind of feel like you're not worth anything and you can't ask for what you worth so how do you step into your power you get jack of it you get jack of being taken advantage of I guess that comes with experience right but I wish I could shortcut it for women yeah like it's like why do you have to have years is worth of being taken advantage well, of. No, this is how you do it. You have the conversation on a fucking podcast. Hello! Some, someone who's 25 and starting out their photography or graphic design or modeling hairdressing. or hairdressing career is like, oh, I should, absolutely I should get paid because it's a service in demand. Let me tell you a story. Story time. Go on. <laughs> Gather around. I used to have a creative agency and we did a lot of events and in that we did a lot of weddings. It was the time of my life where everybody I knew got married, Right. All my family, all my friends, everyone was getting married. Now, luckily, my close dear friends never took the piss. It's actually how I ended up gifting to people was like, I will do your wedding video. But there's always people in the periphery of your life who are close enough to not take the piss, but not close enough to, I don't know, value you (laughs) and what you do, who are like, will haggle you or ask for a freebie or... Basically make you feel like what you do has no value. Yeah. And often I found anecdotally, but I did this for 10 years, so I had a pretty good sample. It would be people in highly paid, highly respected logic-based jobs like finance, like real estate, like who worked for big corporates, 
who would be like, oh, is that how much it costs to have invitations made? Oh, oh no. My budget was more like X and lowball. Oh, brutal. And I never did it, but I fantasize so often about going, oh, if you don't see any value in it, please go ahead and do it yourself. Like they'd come to me because they wanted the beautiful thing. Well, they wanted your creative mind. But then at the end of the day, they were like, what, that cost that much? Mm. I had someone I knew personally call me up and say, I've just received your quote for photography. By the way, it was at cost. Yeah. Cost. So I was literally... Already being generous. So I was already like giving away any profit and happy to handle it all, but just to pay my contractor to go and do this for this person for this event. And they said, wow, that's good, isn't it? If it's that much, you'd be earning 80 grand a year from that. And I was like, excuse me? Oh my gosh. How dare I? try and earn 80 grand a year like this is my business yeah and I'm giving it to you for cost and that is the most disrespectful cunty thing to say to someone yeah and this person was a property developer oh and I wanted to say to them wow I wish I could ask for a contra so you could manage my property development for me in return for free but we can't but that's not a thing yeah like how fucking dare you yeah rude so you just get jack of it and then you're like absolutely not and that's why I've got into the private sector and where I work for people now and people literally pay me to have creative ideas in a corporate setting because I'm like I don't have to justify my worth or my value I only go for jobs where I'm going to be remunerated I always say that word wrong I always say remunerated (laughs) because it sounds like numbers remunerated it's remunerated no I think it's remunerated (laughs) no it's remunerated (laughs) (laughs) people pay me money But yeah, I like I did that thing, and you know. Okay, I, well here's a question. No, I'm not done ranting. Oh, okay. I'm not done ranting. I've built everyone I know a fucking website, you know, for free, in my own time, for fun, because I loved it and was good at it. And they told me I was good, and I love being told I'm good. It's my fatal flaw. But I did that for like 15 years. I was about to ask the timeline. How long Seriously? do you think until you hit that? As you said, got fucking jack of it. 10, 15 years. Oof. I mean, I was doing everyone's fucking 18th birthday invitation, wasn't I? Yes. You know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm almost 40 years old. Yeah, but you were high off the fumes of youth. <laughs> Do you remember when we used to put on productions for free? <laughs> Remember? Yes, yes. That's I different. Do. I do. Anyway, maybe it's a rite of passage. Look, for me personally, it was a four-year process. So I'm glad that wasn't... <laughs> you sped through that. It wasn't 15. Yeah, but it doesn't feel sped through. And it's a practice. Yeah. I still have to work on it. Like when I but quote... But you were older. You had bills to pay and shit to sort out. Like when you're young, you don't. Yeah. So I guess if we have any 25 DLs, this is probably like Dom, the only male listener. <laughs> we might have one 25-year-old DL. Don't settle. No. Just- know your worth. But this all just comes back to our weird shame and privilege stink and jealousy and strange emotions that we have around money. Our own money, other people's money, money in a couple, money individually, money if you've come for money, if you fucking like it's all just ugh. Oh, money is actually the number one problem in marriages. Did you know that? It's a fact. Like, it's been proven that the thing that couples fight over more than anything is money. <laughs> Were we talking about lived experience before? <laughs> Well, polar opposites there. Yeah. I know what it's like to fight about money. But you touched on an interesting thing about other people's money. Yeah. I find this particularly fascinating. Mm -hmm. And you also touched on this before talking about influencers, where it's like, how dare you make money? Mm. I find really fascinating when people come into money who previously haven't had money. Mm -hmm. Like I dated someone who came into a buck ton of money in a very... A buck ton? A buck ton. (laughs) I love that. You've just coined something. Fuck ton. A buck ton of money. I didn't want to say fuck ton because in my head I went, Gem, you've sworn too much. I've already said cunty on this episode. I know, but my mum pulls me up on it. She she goes, Gemma, I really enjoyed the podcast. Do it in a British accent. She said, Gemma, I really enjoyed the podcast this week, but I have to say, you're swearing too much. Very sweary. (laughs) Can I tell you a story? Yes. Last night, Teddy said, mum, today... Max said the F word in class and he got so much trouble. And I was like, oh yeah, don't say it at school. He's like, mommy, I just need to get it out. Can I say it now I'm at home? I just need to get it out of my body. And I was like, oh my God, here comes my fucking woo woo parenting back in my face. I was like, you need to get it out of your body, dude. He's like, I need to get it out of my body. I was like, let it out. And he goes, fucking idiot. <laughs> and I was like, what? Wasn't expecting and, that. And Isla rolls her eyes from the fridge and she's like, oh, pink says that. <laughs> I was like, Pink says fucking idiot. But she probably does. Do you know what's probably a lyric in one of their favourite songs. I have to confess something. I had that moment where I thought, oh, 
how modern. Isla has a friend in her class called Pink. <laughs> I didn't think she would necessarily know who Pink is because to me that's our gen. Yeah, no. My kids are all about Pink, Zendaya, Panic at the Disco. Don't know who that is. Yes, you do. Taylor Swift, like, you know, Ed Sheeran. They're like high pop vibes at the moment. <sighs> anyway, back to money. Yes. We're getting awkward about it. No, I'm enjoying this, hearing your children swear because Rafa dropped her first swear word this week. Did she? Yes. Was it in context? That's always the it best. It was. Yeah. Yes. Shit. Shit. Did she drop something? She dropped something yes. and went, oh, shit. Yeah, it's the best. It's the best. Uh, it did make me laugh. I did all the wrong things where I just fell into hysterics. It's and funny, though. I know it is funny. And then it's she okay. knew it was funny. Like, Rafa's a closet theatre person. Yeah, yeah. She likes a reaction. She loves a reaction. So I have to fight really hard to not feed into it. But, <laughs> oh. She knows when she's got a captive audience. And sometimes things are just funny. Yeah, no. Like, farts are funny. Like, I know everyone's like, oh, toilet humour, don't feed into that. Sometimes it's funny. Last night, me and my kids were in fits of hysterics because Teddy called Alexa mum. <laughs> <laughs> on the ground in the kitchen <laughs> laughing for like five minutes it was that kind of laughter where you get waves and it gets yeah. funnier and funnier yeah. and you look at them and they're laughing and they look at you and you're laughing and we were just laughing can you give us the context <laughs> at dinner we ask alexa to play songs and we take turns so it's like <laughs> isla's turn then teddy's turn then mummy's turn and you go alexa play we don't talk about bruno from encanto on spotify it's like this whole thing and everyone knows to shush and let the person talk <laughs> and it was t- <laughs> Oh my god, Rev's just triggered my Alexa. Alexa, stop. And then it was Teddy's turn, and he was like, It's my turn, it's my turn. And all the like energy was high. And he goes, Mom, play. <laughs> and then we all caught it at the same time, and we all just burst into laughter. And it was so funny. My child. <laughs> Mom, I have to massage my TMJs. <laughs> Imagine if Alexa could parent for us. Oh my oh god. My god. Alexa, Alexa, put the kids to bed. <laughs> oh, imagine. It would be I well, bet there's you a don't. surprise. Alexa, in case you didn't hear it, Deals, she just said, I don't have an answer for that. We all have that memory of calling our teachers mum. <laughs> We've all done it. We're always more As long as you don't call someone in bed, mum. <laughs> oh, what? Is that or a thing? dad? <laughs> Is that a thing? I've heard of people doing it. It's never happened to me personally. Uh, I've habitually started calling hubs daddy. What? <laughs> In bed. Oh, yeah, daddy. <laughs> Give it to me, daddy. It's like I did have a slip because I'm always like, daddy's gone to bed or daddy's going to work. Daddy. I'm always, and even I talk to hubs. I'll be like, hey, daddy. Can you, <laughs> no, don't, no, wait, is this not normal? But you know what I mean? Like it's something mundane where I'm like, daddy, can you pass me a fork? Or daddy, can you pass me this? Like, I've daddy, just... can you just go down on me real quick? I'm real stressed. <laughs> But this is what happened. It bled into the bedroom. Oh, no. And it sounded extra dirty. Uh, okay, I know we were going to talk about money and shame and all those adult grown-up things, but this is something I need to hear about. Park that topic. Talk to me about this. What happened? Well, we were just in bed. Oh, I can't. I'm embarrassed. Nope. Out. My armpits are sweating. Out with it. Well, I just... Look. <laughs> She's looking at her bed, <laughs> trying to recall the moment it went down. What was happening? Uh, I, look, I'll just say it, yep. okay? I'm not. I'm just going to get it out, but I just... Congrats for having sex. I look, mean, that's where I'm going. Look, in the throes of intimacy, I also have a story. Rafa had her first experience of interrupting us. But anyway, that's a story for another time. <gasps> no, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> right now. It doesn't matter. It's like I'm still recovering. Okay, I'm not ready to talk about it. But I did say to my husband... Does that feel good, Daddy? No! I know! I know! Look, I'm a talker. Okay? I'm a talker. Does that feel good, Daddy? Stop it! It could be worse. Uh, I did. I felt like Margot Robbie from Wolf of Wall Street. You know how her character's like, Daddy? That mm. famous scene. Well, we shouldn't make fun of it. This is a genuine kink uh, for some people and, you know, all no, power to you. Not, oh. in, not for my husband, not for me. Like, it, Did he go soft? No, it <laughs> broke us out of it because it was like, oh my God, no, no. Did we you laugh? We laughed. Good. It killed the moment. But it, And again, as you said, some things are just funny. It was just funny. We had to have a chuckle. Does that feel good, Daddy? What were you doing? Is that the 
your business. No, I want to know. I'm not sharing this, Revs. I'm going doing? beetroot red right you now. Are. She's and covered can't. in. She's sweating profusely. I'm covered in shame. So was this the time Rafa walked I'm in? I'm not talking about it. I want to know about your daughter no. walking in on you wrestling. No. Why is daddy hurting mummy? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. No. Yes. What happened? No. Stop putting put the, list, put the list away. We've what covered all our topics. About? It wasn't anything crazy. Okay. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. I'm moving on. No, I don't want to talk about it because my mum listens to the podcast and I know she'll be hanging her head in shame. No, I'm sure you walked in on her having Mum, I love you, but you've started to make me feel self-conscious about being open on the podcast. Can you find another podcast <laughs> that you enjoy? DLs, can you slide in with recos for women in their 60s? <laughs> another thing I have to correct is in last week's episode, I said my mum was 56. She's not. She's 66. Okay. All right. Now we've done all that. Yeah. Family admin. Yeah. What happened with Raph? It's not not a good story but she just did the classic like what are you doing what are you doing and then you're like oh you know it's just it's <laughs> what, what did you say it's what you imagine well, we were like go back to bed all go right back to bed Raph. go back to bed it's fine oh, but, but what are you doing go back having to a cuddle yeah it's not a great story it's a rite of passage blah 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 i'm awkward about it look at me i'm awkward this is me exiting stage right oh goodbye my god i wish you guys could see this jeff is literally leaving the room She's literally left the room in Catholic guilt and shame. Moving on. I'm back, baby. Now hit me with your nuts, fun. Can I just say quickly? Yeah. Um, our DLs are now writing in the Facebook group, hit me with your not spawn and then sharing a not spawn. And I'm like, yes, yes I girls. love you guys. Yes. I have a really good one. Ooh, but it's random for me. Not something I personally will use. Is it a baby product? It's a baby product. I did wonder. It's very beautiful. And I don't know, people will be having babies still, I imagine. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> so if that's you, this might be for you. I was a huge fan of baby carriers. Oh, couldn't live without them. Yeah. Big time. Front, back, side you know sling on your head whatever loved it especially when you're onto your second yes because you need two hands absolutely so there's this new brand absolutely stunning designs love it froth this will almost make you have another baby show me show me it's called sia baby how do you spell that sia like the singer s-i-a baby and on instagram there's sia baby a-u for oz cute look at their feet it's stunning Look at the oh, design. it's in my color palette. It's in your color palette. They're soft and beautiful. The buckles aren't ugly. You know how on like some of the really utilitarian baby carriers, it's just like fucking looks like a car seat. Yes. Well, this is gorgeous for the aesthetically minded mummers. It's like pastels, earth tones. I was going to say, for me, it's the fabric choices. Beautiful fabric. They're prints. Not covered in ugly logos or like, it's um, also not too loud. DLs, I know you can't see this, but there is a cup holder in the baby carrier. Now in this photo, photo on instagram if you search on their page it's a bee box sippy cup yep. that they've put into this little hidden slot yeah but hello Fine. skim flat wine skim flat wine in there skim flat wine so they've got this pocket for a drink or a phone like in the side of the baby carrier and i was just when i saw this i was like where was this all my life skim flat wine put my phone in there like it just awesome and they're just beautiful colors great design anyway big fan and it's a small local mum run business which i was about love. to say so it's australian based northern business. beaches oh gotta support northern gotta beaches support. business so, anyway see a baby baby carriers absolutely stunning i believe they're not cheap i was about to ask what the price point i think is. they're in the same kind of market as no no no, no. let me investigate this okay. because there is a brand oh yeah i know it art poppy yeah art pop i think oh <laughs> <laughs> sure let's go with art poppy <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that are you for now? I think it's Danish. Sure. But very, very expensive. But people love them. Like yeah. the resale value on those are really high. But Oh my like, god, there's a gingham one. Yeah, they're beautiful. I am into okay. They're about four hundred dollars. Which is cheaper than a Bjorn. And cheaper than an Artipop. <laughs> Asked how much is my Artipop? <laughs> Dust import tax. Oh dear. Dust import tax. <laughs> I don't think that means anything. We've lost it. Oh, we've lost it. Wrap this up. What is your hit me with your nuts bun in your drawer? Right, I've got it right here. God, so, she's a makeup influencer, guys. No, Look out. Who even am I anymore? <laughs> okay, so DLs. Big hit in the not spawny segment were my Mecca off-duty sticks. Remember, there was a bronzer and then there was a glow stick. And I made a point about the blush stick not being as effective as I would like on my particular skin. And I tested it on Revs and it did look better on her, but it's just not pigmented enough. Mm. It's 
too subtle that you may as well not use it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I have a problem with spending money on makeup that is too subtle that you may as well not be using it. <laughs> I have a replacement. Guys, Gem has a problem with buying a product that doesn't do what it says it's going to do. I know that's a wild, controversial opinion, but she's got a problem with it. I do. But I'm hooking you up with a liquid. Do you call it liquid blush? Cream. Cream. Thank you. Cream. See? Not a beauty influencer. Liquid blush. This is also by Mecca Cosmetica. (laughs) We've lost it. We've lost it. Oh, it's a cheek tint. Oh, hello. It's called a Hydra Cheek Tint, and it's a two-in-one. Even better. Wait, wait. And it has an illuminating balm. Mm. It's a duo, love guys. It. Who doesn't love a duo? Did Sunny you just and work that out as you read the bottom? Yes. I feel like you thought it was a blush and now no, you know no, it's no, a no. duo. I knew. I knew. This is how good I am at selling. Mm-hmm. I make it look like I'm discovering the product in the moment. <laughs> look, I'll be really honest. I haven't tried. <laughs> the okay. Shut this down. <laughs> how can you give a recommendation no, I haven't tried? No, I ha- I'm obsessed with the cheek tint. Oh, right. I have not tried the illuminating okay. part. Can I try it? Give it to me. Yes. Stop hoarding it over there. The cheek tint is amazing. It's yeah. highly pigmented, but not only that, it lasts. Oh, I know what they've ripped off here. What have they ripped off? They've ripped off the NARS Orgasm Cream Blush, which is what I use. But this is good. It's quite sticky, which is nice. That's what I like about we want, it, the we stickiness. We want it sticky. Ooh, look at the balm. Oh, no, look, I have used it. Oh, yeah, that's the shit. That See, balm I've... is hot. It's not your vibe because you don't do golden balms. But also I feel like that's... <laughs> you don't do golden balms. I feel like that would get lost. In no. my skin tone. Well, maybe. But it's more about the way the light reflects on Look, it. it's a two for one. I'm all about the cheek tint. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure the illuminating highlighter part is also fabulous, but I'm advocating for the cheek tint I because it is freaking amazing, okay. you guys. I need a trip to Mecca. And it's nice for everyday blush. It's mm. not, you know how there's some blushes where it's got golden flecks in it? It's like, oh, you golden going out. flecks. Yeah. But my vibe of that is, oh, you going out tonight. But this is like, oh, everyday sun-kissed. A touch of pink. I don't go out. So I need makeup that looks good for everyday purposes rather than... makeup that pairs well with maths. Exactly. Couch makeup. And Survivor. Can we not neglect Survivor? You're not even laughing. No. That's how real it is for you. (laughs) (laughs) I just said couch makeup and you didn't even flinch. That's my life, guys. Look, I know a lot of the deals. We'll get it. We're couch life right now, right? I get it. We're not going out and doling up and dating. It's sad. (sighs) But I know it's overrated. Blah, blah, blah. Grass is always greener. Toxic gratitude. (laughs) Okay. Okay, I get it. It's time to end this episode. We've absolutely <laughs> lost it. DLs, we love the shit out of you. Have a wonderful week and uh, we'll check back in with you next week. Feel free to follow our Instagram if you haven't already. Feel free to jump into the Facebook group with the DLs. Come hang out. Yep. Let's throw our collective arms around each other. Yes. Love Lots you. of love. Bye-bye.